Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and French fries are a food group, where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson. Every week, I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. We'll use the best of psychology to help you be happy, healthy, and most importantly, yourself. Just living in the world opens you up to criticism, but doing anything in the public eye from writing a blog, to performing your stand-up comedy, to coaching your kid's soccer team, will invite judgment and criticism. And doing anything truly innovative will guarantee it. So, how to brace yourself. This week, by request from listener Carolyn, here are 12 ways to deal with four different kinds of criticism. First, how to deal with angry criticism. You've made someone PO'd, or someone is mad already, and now they're letting you have it. So tip number one, dig for the softer emotion beneath their anger. Angry criticism almost always means the critic feels hurt in some way. We've talked about this on the podcast before, but it bears repeating. Anger is a secondary emotion. It's a reaction to a softer primary emotion underneath, like hurt, shame, guilt, or humiliation. People get hurt first, and then they get angry. But when you listen beneath the anger for the softer emotion, it's much easier to feel sympathetic towards them. And while it's hard to feel sorry for someone who's wrapped her feedback with prickly barbs, try to think about what button you might have pushed. And then do this. Tip number two, be noble. Kill them with kindness. Well, maybe not kill them, but throw them off balance by being nice and non-defensive. Unless your critic is truly evil, he'll hem and haw and maybe even apologize. Handle the situation in a way that you imagine someone both confident and poised would handle it. Once you're through the woods, congratulate yourself both for handling it head-on and taking the high road. Tip number three. If you're just the messenger, agree with the critic. If you're getting panned for something beyond your control, align yourself with the critic. You could say, I know, you're right. It stinks that the meeting had to be rescheduled. I wish it had worked out better too. Redirect the anger away from you and toward the situation. What not to do is tip number four. Don't get defensive or blame others. Defensive arguments don't come across as logical or reasonable. You'll just seem tiresome and difficult. And blaming others is even worse. Resist throwing someone under the bus. 
Next, what to do with negative feedback that's not angry and is presented fairly and professionally. This is often the hardest to hear. It stinks to hear your idea, performance, or talent isn't up to par. So start with tip number five. It's not what they say, it's what you hear. This is the big one. Interpretation is everything. If a critical comment has truly seared you or thrown you into a multi-day crying jag, the critic must have pushed a button. If you find yourself nodding and smiling on the outside, but dying inside, ask yourself, what does this comment mean about me? Likely, your answer won't have anything to do with what your critic actually said. For instance, perhaps your critic said, your resume wasn't quite what we're looking for right now. But you took it as, I totally screwed up that interview. I'm never going to get a job. Notice that these are two completely different statements. So avoid overinterpretation and speculation. They'll just make you feel lousy. Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and French fries are a food group, where flip flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. To move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate. Pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Tip number six, consider that the critic might be wrong. A colleague of mine recently criticized another for focusing too much on taking care of patients and not enough on research. The target of the criticism was devastated until she realized it was just his opinion. From her point of view and values, he was just plain wrong, and realizing she could reject his criticism was empowering for her. When it's your turn to hear criticism, remember, just because someone says it doesn't mean it's true. Tip number seven. Criticism might mean you're a misunderstood innovator. Perhaps folks just aren't ready for your work. Almost every true innovator has stories about collecting reams of negative feedback before finally breaking through. Consider that the critic may not see you or your revolutionary ideas for what they're worth. However, also consider tip number eight. Maybe your critic has a point. The flip side of misunderstood genius is the slacker with potential. Sometimes criticism might just mean your work isn't your best effort yet. Maybe your presentation is sloppy or your idea not well thought out enough. Seize the criticism as a wake-up call. Some extra polish may make your work shine. Thank your critic and get to work. Tip number nine, mine the criticism for advice. Ask any successful person about his or her early days and you'll get stories of spectacular failure. 
In Stephen King's memoir on writing, he writes that he stuck every rejection letter on a nail in the wall of his bedroom until it would no longer support all that weight. And then he replaced the nail with a spike and kept going. But on those rejection letters, he also got some handwritten scribbles of praise and advice, which kept him going even as the spike continued to fill. Likewise, hold on tightly to your tiny bits of guidance and admiration swimming in your negative feedback. A compliment, even wrapped in rejection, can go a long way. Okay, next, what if you're a people pleaser or an overachiever used to hearing nothing but praise? In short, what if you're a newbie to criticism and scared of it to boot? Well, try tip number 10. Reimagine yourself as a gritty survivor or a weathered grand dame or a man of principle. You get the picture. Many of us who are thin-skinned spend a lot of energy making sure everyone likes us. Maybe we're a good girl or a good guy who's never really stepped out of line. Or maybe we've been sheltered and have simply never been through the ringer. Regardless, avoiding criticism is exhausting. So rethink your idea of yourself so you're more open to criticism. And rethink criticism as an indicator that you're doing important work or a sign that you've truly grown up. Next, what about straight-out insults like from internet trolls or those folks who were just born on the wrong side of the bed? Tip number 11. Consider the context. A listener once asked me how to deal specifically with critical internet comments. Well, a wise person once said, the comment section is the bathroom wall of the internet. I love this comparison. In both situations, you'll find a gem once in a while, but generally, you can ignore all of it. Also regarding the comment section, discredit anything anonymous. Those comments really, honestly, are not about you. It's a performance for the troll's friends or an insecure little power trip for himself. Tip number 12. Remember that the criticism says more about the critic than it says about you. A critic's judgmental remark doesn't mean the remark is true, it means the critic is judgy. Likewise with catty, entitled, or selfish criticism. The only person these remarks degrade is the critic. A final note. Basically, the only way to avoid criticism is, as the old saying goes, to say nothing, do nothing, and be nothing. And that's no fun. So instead, collect those critical comments, stick them on that spike, and keep on chugging. If the Savvy Psychologist is useful to you, let me know by signing up for the forthcoming email newsletter. Go to quickanddirtytips.com newsletters and sign up to get exclusive tips delivered straight to your inbox. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson. Over the next two weeks, we'll tackle panic attacks and how to get rid of them. In the meantime, if you missed my guest episode with Mighty Mommy on how to handle a defiant tween or teen, check it out at quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty hyphen mommy. And as always, a transcript of the podcast is available 24-7 on quickanddirtytips.com slash savvy hyphen psychologist. And of course, the Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and doesn't substitute for psychiatric care or psychotherapy by a licensed professional. Thanks for listening and see you next week for a happier, healthier mind. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it, between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. 
Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.